Welcome to the People Person Paper Podcast, the show where we are going episode by episode through every episode of the hit NBC sitcom The Office. We are back and we are now Saber. With me, as always, is Brian Sittler. Suck it! <laughs> Suck it, indeed. And our favorite guest is back, Josh Baltz. Wait, we're not talking about the Hummus brand Sabra? No. Oh, my Sabra. God. Oh, all our Sabra. notes are yeah, wrong. My notes are useless. I, I'm a roasted garlic hummus guy. Uh, roasted red pepper for me. Are you? Okay. Yeah, I like just the straight OG. I just, I just like the traditional, original. classic, mm-hmm. hummus yeah. classic. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love but, it. Yeah. You know what else I love? Dunder Mifflin and Sabre. <laughs> that, watching them struggle through that song. Yes. <laughs> this is one of my favorite episodes. There's no two ways about it. Mm-hmm. We've talked about the struggles with season six, but there's something about the energy in this episode that I just love. Yeah, it's like they have a new avenue for a real storyline, and they can have more fun with it and and bring in new characters. This is a lot of firsts in this episode. Absolutely. We've so got many firsts. Uh, Zach Lewis joined the show. Or Zach Woods joined Zach the Woods. show as mm-hmm. Gabe Lewis. Yeah. Gabe. And of course, uh, the 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 ultimate, the classic, the American treasure, Kathy Bates. Yes. As uh, Joe, is it Joe Miller? Bennett. Uh, Joe Bennett. Joe Bennett. Bennett. Yeah. That's it. Thank you. Thank Joe you. Joe Bennett. Um, and, and and she is just a delight to watch in this. Oh, Absolutely. she's great. Yes. And you can tell from the, the get-go when they have that impromptu uh, Skype meeting yep. that her and Michael's chemistry is really going to be something to oh, look yeah. forward to. And, and Gabe, too. I like her awkwardness with him. Yeah. And his yeah. just well, sycophantic. The, the what's happening? Turn me around. You know? like, like <laughs> She's such a commanding presence, that character, even even over Skype or Zoom or whatever it Oh, is, yeah. You know? She looks so nice on the intro video. Yeah. But See, apparently she has a backbone, a real backbone. Well, and I love, I mean, this is such, this is something that we haven't seen for a minute, which is a good, genuine threat to the status quo of the office. It's, you know? Yeah. This is, this is season six is Charles Minor. It's the next one. Yeah. Basically, yes. We're, we're on to the next Jan. And it's like something I, I read that pointed out that, um, you know, Jan had her crash and burn moment mm-hmm. and this one we get to delve into a little more life of mr david wallace yeah because that that's the other thing unlike the other times the office was in trouble michael still kind of had david wall not not that david wallace was super helpful but he still had kind of an ally who at least tolerated him well, but you- david doesn't even have david anymore but as you can see in that picture that michael holds up him and david wallace making sure that everybody knows and even though he was there on disciplinary actions <laughs> yes. or, or reasons. He's and really, uh, major credit to, to Wallace in that shot, because the way that he is straddling the line between clearly upset with Michael and trying to be pleasant for a photo. Yes. That's the face of a man who crushed this other man's love life and is paying penance for it ever since. Exactly. <laughs> Basically, enough that he'll allow him to take that photo. And just not look completely tit- pissed at him. Yeah, but I mean but, now, but now, I mean now, David is just a—he is a shell of a man. Shell. I mean, he's, he's happy. A butter shell. He's happy to see Michael. Yeah, like that should tell you yes. how far he wants Michael to stay for dinner. You know what yeah. that reminded me of? 
when they show up in New York and Ryan's high on coke at the at the club, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm just so happy to see you guys. Yeah, it's and it, something feels so off when you do see that. Yeah, uh-huh. and this feels just as off, just in another weird way. Well, and it's kind of interesting because there's a couple of things. Obviously, Ryan, there was the the, the cocaine story there. That oh. you know, the the drugs are a major factor. But this also kind of yeah. plays to the fact that. For all your nightmares at work, once you're away from the job, many of them fall to the wayside. You know, these what was so important, the conflict with a coworker, mm. years later, you may just be happy to see someone from your past. You right? know, I can't tell you how much I've got a former boss who at the time I hated. Yeah. But since, you know, in the years since leaving his 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 managership, mm. being able to be like, you know, he, I enjoyed chatting with him. It'd be nice to see him around, you know. That's good. And no, it's not because he was a terrible boss. <laughs> <laughs> but so you got to stay strong, people. Stay right. strong. Right. Your bosses are carry, not people. Carry those grudges forever. They are not people. They are soulless <laughs> shells. And really, that have no lives outside of work. And, and that's really the good point: is that people are more than their work persona. Yes. And Michael is seeing behind the curtain to who David really is, and seeing yes. David in a vulnerable, weak mm-hmm. position. And in a crazy bit of iro- irony, 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 rice irony, the San Francisco treat. Gotta love her. <laughs> <laughs> but in the the um, half-ass. Uh, Internet research I'm doing on this uh, mm-hmm. episode. Someone actually pointed out, not sure who, but um, that Michael is always wanting to be someone's friend, and he goes to David Wallace to be his. He wants he needs a friend, or no, yeah. he needs he needs actual help, and David just wants to be his friend, and he wants to invite him in on the suck it, and now Michael's just petrified. Yeah, and it's kind of like, uh, and then he's literally it's like a horror movie as he's backing out of the 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 uh, driveway. Well, did okay. So one thing that that wasn't really that I didn't get that was very clear. So Michael was going to David Wallace. Oh, just did, for advice. Did he did he initially think David Wallace still had like he was still working for the company and no. then was no. surprised that, that I, I feel no. like he was just going for advice. He's, yes. Yeah, he's looking for yeah. counsel. Okay, he's well, looking. He's yeah. turning to an which I have you guys ever done that. I've actually done that, turned to an old boss, one that I did get along with, mm-hmm. when I had questions about the company that mm-hmm. the boss used to be at, but had mm-hmm. moved on. No, I've mm-hmm. never. Yeah, I actually mm-hmm. did that once. I was dealing with problems with a new boss, not even the same one I was mentioning a minute ago, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> a I had a couple of bad bosses, um, <laughs> uh, just like Michael well, Scott. Say who. Um, <laughs> just like the people who worked under Michael Scott. Um, the But the... Uh, one boss leaves, him and I got along, a newer boss or a, another boss, TV had a lot of turnover. Um, they, they were not doing a great job. I decided to do, uh, do, do some machinations to try and better my position and, and, and get out from under their, their foot. I contacted the old boss for counsel and he actually kind of answered some questions about what happens at the higher levels to help me understand what my options truly were versus what the current management wanted me to think they were. And it helped me navigate that very well. You mean he didn't take you into his hot tub and... Well, what's nice is he still had a job, uh, this old boss. He had moved on to new uh, employment. He he wasn't uh, laid off and trying to uh, turn a, a bad idea into a an entrepreneurship. <laughs> Spoiler alert, though. It turns out to not be a bad idea. I know, right? Much later on in one hell... I mean, it's sort of a funny twist. Well, yeah. You don't have to go into it. But, yeah. It's, um, and, but it but, is the most asinine thing to become a, a, a million-dollar idea, though, it seems to right. me. Right. One of them. Well... Just in the production and the presentation. That's on purpose in this episode, because he's mm-hmm. his kid is drumming, and they're both singing... Just 
some lyrics that could just be interpreted so many ways. That's what it and, is. And you know what, though? Great dad. Real, he, David Wallace is he better tired of his son. Tolerating, yeah. tolerating his son. The being, drums? Being, oh, who, yeah. But he's a very good drummer, hey. so it's good that he nurtured yeah, that. Absolutely. He's, Props to the he's getting in. He's getting in on it. He's having activities And Mrs. Wallace, son. too. Mrs. Wallace, too. Yeah. She, she was, Rachel Wallace. I actually heard that. She her is name. She is barely. I, I think she's trying to hold it <laughs> together all, for everybody. Yeah. She she's is. really she's creeping She is putting on face. Yeah. But good for her for putting it on. Right. Because she's like, oh, so... So what'd you do today, honey? You know, knowing the answer is nothing. Yeah. You know? She uses the word cool, and you immediately know, like, well, she shouldn't be using that word. Right. <laughs> like, this is not where these people were. Scenes, in the extended scene, they actually invite him. They're like, do you want to stay for dinner? And like, we can't eat a whole turkey by ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that, Oh, and the fact that he's just wearing shoes, like she gets like kind of like excited. Wow, you, she's like, yeah. are, are you going? Are you going somewhere today? Got shoes on today. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna spread some fluffer nutter, and um, which, by the way, that looks kind of. I'm I'm intrigued. Um, Ooh, I'm our, not gonna I'm not gonna eat it. Our I boy won't. is eating his feelings for sure. Oh yeah, he Ooh. is. A, it, you're not look. I mean, fluffer nutters are are, are del- they're perfectly delicious. Fun. Oh, but if you're Absolutely, eating, I'm sure. If you were eating a fluffer nutter, things probably aren't panning out exactly the way you're wanting them to currently. And he, and here's the thing, like I like 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 obviously this is this is played for laughs. You know, D- David is at a very low point in his life. You right. know, he's he's trying to find pleasures in simple things like the snacks of childhood. Yes. But here's the thing. When major shakeups happen in our lives, this kind of behavior is kind of part of how you deal with that oh, trauma. Absolutely. So it's not this isn't meant to say this isn't the office saying, don't be like David. This is saying, mm. we are all sometimes like David. Sure. Well, and especially, I mean, think about think about what David's going through now. He was the CEO yeah. of mm-hmm. a company CFO, in, yeah. Yeah, in New York. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. New York. His family is accustomed to a certain lifestyle oh. that they're probably very concerned. Yep. They are not going to be able to maintain. That's why they're eating the whole turkey. They gotta, you know, they probably got it before he got laid off. They gotta, yep. They gotta eat it before it goes bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that, that's that's what's great about a line like that is it says so much more than this. What's in that line? It's not just and we we got turkeys for dinner and we want Michael to stay. Yeah. It's why do they have to eat a whole turkey tonight? Because it's probably going to go bad. Yeah. Because there's probably in a situation where their food needs and abilities to provide have changed. Yes. And that's. Shuffling. Yeah, and that's the thing is, is the, the actress who plays you said it was Rachel Wallace. That was her name. Yeah, the uh, actress who the, plays her. Um, yeah, she uh, does such a great job of that amazing. kind of like conflicted position that a, a partner would be in when the major breadwinner is now suddenly not able to do that. That's yeah, true. and we're making assumptions. I yeah, assume we, she's not also a we, major breadwinner, you know. But we don't know for sure if she works exactly. Actually. Exactly. So, so I mean, but I, by that tone of voice. Yeah. Something tells me she ain't bringing in quite as much, and right. you know she's right. thinking about how much turkey she's got to eat. To be that I hopeful, think when Michael concern. shows up. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I definitely do. <laughs> and and Michael and yeah and like you said, Michael, when always talking about how he wants friends, and then when it yeah. comes time for him to be a friend and bear some a friend's emotional, he shuts down. That's true. Yeah, I mean he's hi- he's hiding in the in the laundry room closet with the cameraman. Yeah. Oh, I, I, Think about how weird that set up. Like they're standing outside. I'm like he's in there with the camera guy. Yeah. 
Well, and you know, it's not like house walls are that thick. Like, right. Wallace could lean on the wall and be like, oh, he doesn't like my idea. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I meant to say, um, that they mentioned on Office Ladies that, yeah, she has to deal with, not only, so Michael shows up with the camera crew. Right. And she walks into her own kitchen and there's a camera crew. So like, yeah. oh, hi, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, she really had no... Uh, they, they it can be easy because we've kind of passed that line that we talked about so many times the about TV show TV versus yeah. documentary. And yeah, you know, kind of forget that when you're so in these kind of fucked up, crazy situations. Yeah, yeah, they they do a good they do a good job in this but, episode of this is very much like if you think about it functionally, why would the camera crew be following them to these places? But they do a good job in this episode of in those instances. Showing that there's a camera crew. When Jim walks in on the dude in the bathroom, that dude probably clearly saw that there yep. was a camera. Yep. <laughs> he had the angle. <laughs> and that's great because you're segueing into one of my top three least favorite plots in this entire show. I so thought you were going to say it was one of your favorites. Oh, I, I cannot stand this storyline and I cannot stand that little man. Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> oh. And and you know, and this is good friend of John Krasinski, that actor. Th- this is, is that is. part director John Krasinski. When it, it it's getting it's that other thing where, you know, we were so used to Jim and Pam kind of being the audience surrogates. Yep. And now he's like, Well, did you ever think maybe this interview isn't going well because you're not as charming as you think you yep. are? Yep. Ooh. And, and Jim and Pam are taken aback. Like we're we're Jim and Pam. We're America's. And on first America's watch, sweet I was right there with them. How dare you, sir? Yeah, they really, are as charming as I think. They are yes. really nice people. It's <laughs> yeah. your fault. I mean, but then but then you 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 almost as the shocked viewer, I'm almost guided by the hand through this facade that I've believed. When Pam says stuff like, "Well, we're really nice people," because I'm like. Oh Pam, no, no, no! You don't say that, right? You know, I mean, this, I mean, you don't say. Once he says like the interview's not going well, she immediately goes, "Is this because Jim saw you in the bathroom yep. after she shot him down?" Asked to bring it up to do the same yeah. thing. Yeah, yep. It's but, it's a great way to show us flaws. She kind of said, "Fuck it." Yeah. <laughs> not, as opposed to suck it. As opposed to uh, suck it, she uh, just but, said, "Fuck it." But the you take out you fuck it no yeah. um, yes, this is getting into <laughs> this is getting really into go- dangerous double entendre territory which is a great segue to the opening scene. <laughs> you got a big box? Yes, I do. <laughs> All right. I don't Oscar- think you know what you're doing. That is such a great line from Oscar. That's such a good line. That's what's neat about that is that kind of stuff really plants the actually character that we get introduced to later. Mm-hmm. Because when Oscar's mm-hmm. presented as actually in like what two seasons I think three seasons maybe. Mm. It's it, it came a little out of Ella field to me, but little bits like this are what build it along the way. And you can see the build. Yeah, you can yeah. see that building up. Yeah, mm-hmm. which After is nice. And and you know, it's the kind of the the kind of cold open that can really be read on two levels. If you understand the double entendre at work there, it's very funny and a little dirty. Mm-hmm. If you don't, it's just funny because Aaron is just being a repeating fool. You know, it's just very <laughs> yeah. dumb. She's yeah. just happy to play along. Yes. And and yeah. and, and it, it could either be Oscar saying you're, what you're saying is now a euphemism for a body part you probably don't want to be chatting about in the office. But for the kids, it could also just be, Aaron, what the hell are you babbling about? Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Why are you indulging Michael in his singing nonsense? Exactly. 
and not to mention indulging him in his toss me a pair of scissors. Oh, oh, oh you mean to scissor Pam's, him? Pam's <laughs> horror at Michael catching scissors. Have you ever seen so much scissoring on network TV? Never. <laughs> never. That... Not outside of the L word. But I'm bum. <laughs> oh, my God. What oh, yes. Great, what a great late 90s, early 2000s reference. Thank you. So here's the deal. So not only uh, is Michael and Aaron throwing scissors uh, back and forth, uh, she throws them to him twice, I might add. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, on his insistence. Oh, and the second time next to a pregnant woman. Yeah. yeah. By the way. <laughs> Like has a heart. What are you doing? <laughs> like, like Pam looks like she's I mean, the heart attack is in. But I think it. she's <laughs> still more concerned for the fact that she's shocked that Michael is not only catching scissors in this manner, but yet he's also somehow succeeding. Yes, <laughs> like he's also not hurt himself and has a term for it that Erin instantly understood. Yeah, like have they scissored before? <laughs> I think the implication is how much scissoring yeah. is happening in Scranton. Oh. A lot of scissors. Scranton, city of city of scissoring, city <laughs> of scissoring, where we scissor our hot dogs. <laughs> uh, Scranton, what scissor me? <laughs> Man, uh, there were some good because uh, I watched the extended, up, yeah, super the super cut, super of fans. It. There was a lot of, uh, uh, yeah, I heard about these. There was, there was a lot of good. Uh, Stuff in this episode, the whole subplot with Kevin. Yeah, the whole the whole subplot, dude. With Kevin's accounting DVD, not a single deleted scene. Really, nothing. So no commentary. This... No deleted scene. Wow. So I'm shocked the that there's this much from? in the super fan. Yeah, no. This was this one clocked in at about 33 minutes. Wow. So yeah, this is an extra ten or extra ten or eleven minutes of yeah. full content. Yep. And uh, wow. Yeah, no. There was the whole <laughs> once, like once Gabe first shows up she starts like pawing everything off of kevin's desk like getting throwing it in the trash and he goes hey th- there was some work in there no it's not it was all it's like i gave all the real work to oscar today and oscar just goes again <laughs> <laughs> so it's just angela trying to like not let anyone realize how bad kevin is yes she's just she's just yeah. placating it angela, with fake work. angela just gives him all the fake stuff to do Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's a that's a layer of Angela that I would have liked. I would have too. You know? It's more complicated. That, and that just goes to show we have seen this time and again, especially like the last two seasons, where the writers are leaving some of these Angela character bits on the floor that show why in season nine she becomes who she becomes because it was clearer to them than it was to us. Yeah. They had all this character development that they never let us see until okay. now. Yeah, one, yeah. Of, one of the, yeah. speaking of Angela, another great cutout part uh, was when they were, uh, when they were rebuilding the box. Yeah. And everything. Angela was actually gluing the packing peanuts back together. Oh, nice. And Stanley comes up and goes, my God, you really do have tiny fingers. And she just goes, Thank you. <laughs> like, nice. that's such a compliment to her that she has tiny Aww. fingers. Donald John, you listening? Tiny hands ain't the worst. <laughs> oh, shit. But, yeah, no, the whole the whole subplot with Kevin actually wanting to be a better accountant, oh, that, that's that was great. a really good... Oh, yeah, like, there's a backstory with some guy at Vance Refrigeration. Yeah, the, oh, account, wow. the accountant that he takes once... 
Oh what? yeah, like finally... old guy or something. Yeah, or, and yeah. he's an actual accountant, right? And yeah. he like he worked with Oscar when he, he trained Oscar. Trained Oscar, so oh, I guess wow. he might have been a Dunder Mifflin originally, and then moved. Maybe, probably. But, I mean, that makes sense. Huh. Get the hell yeah. out and work for Bob Vance because Kevin was really once once he came back in and gave Kevin his case, like you left this on my desk. Angela had walked away, and he's begging Oscar. It's like, don't tell her. Don't tell Angela, please. And Oscar's like, I won't. And then he said, you know, he actually, it's actually kind of a very nice moment between Oscar and Kevin. Like, Oscar was genuinely proud that Kevin was taking steps to to be a better accountant. Uh, So I thought that was a really nice moment. Yeah, see, that's... it's one of the things that we get that that is uh, so a many real boon for the streaming yeah. content, for the the yes. way that NBC can go back and re-add this stuff in, because mm-hmm. this is more stuff that the people watching through the show for the first time who watch Super Fans, they're going to see different Angela's, Kevin's, Oscars, and so more, much more context than what we did. True. They're going to see more rounded characters. That's kind of a great thing. I um, yeah. I um, I got to tell you, it's also one of the strongest uh, advertisements for Peacock that I've heard yet. You know, because even with some of the great stuff you've shared with us over the episodes, Josh, and, and Michael Zampino has as well, I don't feel like I always feel pushed to Peacock. I'm like, eh, the deleted scenes have me covered. Mm-hmm. Right. But this, mm-hmm. and especially added into the episode, I just feel like there's a lot there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're done They're done exactly like the uh, They're done exactly like the episode. Like, it's not where you can tell they're going into a scene yeah. that no, yeah, sure. wasn't, you know, it's edited a little rougher or whatever no it's all i'm sure they're taking the time to really add that stuff you yeah know? like when when game companies go back and do the re-releases or the the uh the remasters yeah you know they they often uh, don't are... tell that to the people that are playing the new metal gear solid remake that uh... one's not great but um you know uh, metal gear solid just released the remake and it's getting some crap because especially two and three are very much the old school versions yeah some people are saying their quality isn't even as good as when they remastered them like two generations ago wow but meanwhile, uh, I just popped in the new Sonic Origins, which re-releases the old Sonic games, and they're widescreen, and the graphics really pop. They've added in some new characters. So, yeah, that's know, nice when they do that. It is really great. So I'm glad to see that the stuff on Peacock is kind of following that kind of uh, of lead. Because, yeah. you know, if you can't have quality product, you sometimes got to bring in a good special guest. Like, uh, oh, I don't know, Christian Slater, for example. No, they couldn't get him. Christian today. Slater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And have it work so seamlessly, it seems to me, just... Because it is sort of an asinine, so you've just been bought by Saber. How many fucking companies have been bought by Saber that they would actually make well, they a video? Af- like well, this? and they can right. and, and afford to get Christian Slater. Yeah, I mean, granted, I know Christian Slater maybe isn't exactly standing atop the A list of Hollywood currently, but I would still think he commands a pretty fair price. Yeah, sure, yeah, he he certainly does. He is not like dropped to like some, you know, he's not he's not on the D list. Exactly. No, no, no. He's he, got. He's sort of tenured, like yeah. in a well, way, like uh, yeah. It, well, because you got to like a Hollywood. He, he star. was top of the world for a minute. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah this is an actor who was was one of the biggest names in action and 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 in, in Hollywood. And then yeah. after, I'd say maybe like Broken Arrow, he kind of yeah just but and but seemed to. But he also had a ten year plus career at that point. Right? He could have been in all sorts of stuff that I just didn't know about later on. Exactly, sure he could he have easily moved into. You know, I have no idea why I don't see much of him past that one movie. Yeah, did he? Know? Did he really kind of just start doing? Was it more TV stuff? Probably, possibly. Actually, probably should have looked up his disco- or. I'm pulling up the wiki now while we're talking. Filmography. Uh, uh, fun fact: production. he's ten years older than me. Um, wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. Looks good. Good looking dude. Really good looking good. chap. That's, that makes yeah. sense because we were we were little kids when we were watching Gleaming the Cube and fucking uh-huh. uh, you know. But um, that's it for for years. He like ha- Heather's Gleaming the Cube, Pump Up the Volume, uh, Young Guns Two. He Great had movie. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah. Oh, that's um, right. He was Will Scarlet. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Mm-hmm. I mean, he even had a, a cameo on a Star Trek movie around then. He was in Star Trek Six, you know. And 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 then a, a couple years later, you know, after like Interview with the Vampire. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah. He was the he yeah. was interviewing the vampire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then you know, into the two thousands, he's still working consistently. But right. he just is it more television stuff? A little or... more television. I am still seeing some movies as well. Some um, but yeah, a little a bit mix. of both. You know, of course, he did that uh, Mr. Robot uh, about uh, uh, six, seven, eight years ago. Oh his popular yeah, TV show. Yeah, with Remy Malek. Yeah. Okay. Nice. But yeah, so I he's mean, been here and there, but we all know him, and obviously Michael knows him, and that's the yes. that's what that's a that's a yeah. fun, cute, hilarious little payoff just to see the delight on his face. Yeah, and and just to see Christian Slater really committing to that corporate double speak. Oh, oh it's so like, good. Th- like those. You know those fucking mindless platitudes. Yeah. I mean, we've There's all great, we've all worked he, in an office setting where it's like, where the road rises, the challenge meet, meet yeah, yeah, like the, just shit. The, the road, road, road rises, road rises to, to meet your you. steps or whatever. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's it's, <laughs> and that double speak is always built on some some nugget of an idea. Right. You yeah. know that that like yes. like to take that stupid line that we're talking about there. The idea that the okay. company will help you. Tackle whatever is in front of it's you. It's like a yeah. self-help, you know? like yeah, jumbo, you know? jumbo. They put in a, they it. It gives you just enough yes. to let your brain fill in totally. the gaps with what you want it to. Uh-huh. Well, we probably yep. got a lot of questions. So. And yeah, <laughs> and because the uh, because they 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 designed that clip to look as convincing, and they took it as seriously as possible. Oh, that CRT. Yeah, yeah. great I mean, locations for, they use. I mean, even I mean, granted, this was. You know, thirteen years ago. Uh huh. Yeah. Even though in twenty ten, like we had like HD was oh at, still... at that point pretty like pretty standard. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, the fact that they still have like a CRT video. Yeah. Of it, like, is is hilarious. But that's also the kind of thing like that video may have been bought made ten years prior. That that TV was probably in the Dunder Mifflin warehouse forever. You know, right. like this, that kind of stuff. Oh, like, true. But the uh, right with it. And 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 just like just like the show, it this show does well because they play it serious. You know? Oh yeah, right. And that video in the show <laughs> like works well. Even, the and I just love it. Must have been in his contract that he had to be in every scene of that video because even when it introduces Kathy Bates, just just him off screen <laughs> walking up the steps to yep. turn and wave to the camera was. I love that. Well, and it it add it added an element of like, oh, he's really there. You yeah. know, it's it's the kind of thing like if you were being if you were Dunder Mifflin right then, you're like, oh wow, he's he's in every shot. He's, yeah, he must know Joe well, Bennett. Heatherness. When when Michael considered going above games, is Christian Slater there? Can I talk to him? Maybe <laughs> he, he knows. He saw him walk up those steps. He's like, yeah. he is inside he that building. <laughs> Wherever Joe is, he's nearby. Well, he was like us. He was like, I haven't seen Christian Slater in anything in a while. Maybe he does work for Sabre now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, you know, after interview with the vampire, he's probably looking for a new line of work. <laughs> 
hey man, YouTube is at stake here. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, yeah, and other other things that Nick, the IT guy, are fuck is fucking with. And that's why this is such a great episode to really get all of us on board as viewers, because the idea of a new boss coming in and making the changes and doing the restrictions. It's very much recycling the Charles Minor plot. Yeah. But hitting us in new ways. Yes. Right. You know? Yes. A new, un- exactly. Michael can't watch penguins in hats. Yeah. Or right. Penguins with mustaches. <laughs> Is that in the Superman episode? <laughs> yeah. 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 He's, he's like, or, in, or I, forget the, City. <laughs> I forget the third thing, but it was like a penguin, like jamber. It was, he did three things where it's all just different variations of watching penguins do something. Oh, God. What was it called again? It was like penguins with hats, penguins with mustaches. And then, yeah, the third one I can't remember off the top of my head. Penguins with mustaches. This is a cousin of Hamster City. Yeah. I like it. I love shit like that. I kind of wish they would have kept it. You know, I told you, I, I'm going to quick aside. I saw, a, you know, AI art is, is real popular yes. right now. When you're on yeah. a Facebook, you'll see sites where they'll just, they'll come up with a crazy idea, like the heavy metal band at the Golden Corral or something silly. Right. And there was one about the office hamster party. And it's, it's, it's even bigger than, than the quick intro we see in the one episode where it's like giant setups across the office. And the way the characters look, that, that AI, like 95% right, but slightly off look, I am so sick of that. It's the hands. It's not even the hands. The faces look weird to me. They do. You know, they, there there is I'm a little sure uncanny. There is a little uncanny valley. But yeah, a, a little tip for everybody out there that check the hands. Might have, check the hands. Yeah. Because the for whatever reason the AI art cannot it's really still do struggling. hands. It's, it's a lot like artist Rob Liefeld. You just yeah. can't do hands and feet. Yeah. <laughs> no. But big. Barrel-chested Captain Americas. <laughs> that's actually... I just saw a thing that's going up on sale recently. The original... The original one? The original sketch of that. There have been some new versions of it, too, where, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, the Falcon was capped for a minute in comics, and they right. have some art of him with the chest puffed out. You know? Yeah. Uh, listeners, if you haven't looked up Rob Liefeld, Captain America, it is a fun example of bad artwork. But back to our favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Comic Break. <laughs> <laughs> On every episode of the Beep First Paper Podcast has a comic we book. We hope you enjoyed. <laughs> uh, but what's really great here is is we're not only getting set up for uh, just a, a fun episode that's introducing new challenges, that's finding new ways to kind of spin the overbearing boss, which, uh, you know, again, we, we talk about the, the similarities between Joe and Charles and this episode and the introduction of the Charles Minor arc. But... This is also a recurring arc. This is Jan again. This is David yes. Wallace again, yeah. as you said earlier. Yeah. It's another yeah. psychological it's, take, which I appreciate, actually. Yeah. You know, getting to see an aftermath and how people handle shit yeah. like that. And, and, and Joe, to her credit, isn't actively antagonistic against Michael. No. no I no, mean, no. She, she, she definitely yeah. doesn't have it out right. for anybody. She doesn't need to be. No. Yeah. yeah. And in fact, the one antagonistic thing is, is when she does the whole, you know, think on it till the end of the day, where she's kind of passively aggressively saying, oh, yeah. you're welcome to quit, sir. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But even that, it's just that she's just the boss and this is her policy. Yeah. You know, right. We may not like that draconian style of the boss has it and it's his way. Yeah. But we all know that that is just the way of the world many, many times. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, you had vacations banked and uh, you don't get them anymore. Right. Yeah. Or, or you your previous company had 20 days vacation and your new company only offers 15. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, these things suck. Oh, and, yeah. And and and, you know. If you can find a way to, 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 to get around it, to get it back to the way it should be, I mean, they are they are bad things and should not happen. Yeah. But we know they do, you know? Yeah. This is true. 
and and seeing this new challenge of how will Michael Neofs get through it is a is a is a good one for us as viewers. Just watch YouTube on your phone. They had iPhones back at this point. That's a really great right? point. But yeah, you know, they weren't as ubiquitous, I guess, amongst everybody. But at the same time, there were starting to be ways around things. But I just want to make sure that we don't miss the uh, the awkwardness of um, one Andy and Aaron on their there's so much in this episode slog of, <laughs> of a courtship. There is a there, there is a great. <laughs> is there any added? Like, there is. Yeah. Okay. There is. So after they do. After they do the party of the USA where they have mispronounced. Yes. Yeah. Dunder Mifflin and Sabre. It goes goes to a talking head of both of them. And Aaron is like, I should have rehearsed more. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, no, you did great. And then he looks at the camera guy and goes, tell her she did great. (laughs) That's so good. (laughs) We don't get a lot of good cameraman interaction either. Oh, I would have appreciated that. No. I'm trying to think. No, I guess we don't. But um, yeah, seeing this start though, I will say these in the, in the rewatching and the eventual what we know about their relationship, it kind of feels like yeah, you guys weren't. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah. it wasn't meant to be at the start. No. Honestly. Well, it sucks too because this is at this point. It's there's rogue. so much hope. This is there is. This is it, supposed to be new Jim to, and Pam. This is dopey, but it's, but it's cute. I yeah. will give it it's, that. I will say they're trying to placate us, but we like it. Yeah, we do like Although it. Although, uh, in hindsight, I did it more so, I think, in earlier watches. And then afterwards, I'm like, yeah, eh, I don't know. Well, I, I think right at this point, they're really trying to rehabilitate these two as naive but adorable. Right. You right. Know, which is right. kind of like a, it's just dumber Jim and Pam. Yeah. You know? Right. Well, and, you know. And, and another side of Michael and maybe Holly, in I a think, way. Sure. Yeah. Andy did get flanderized as the. As the episode, as the show went on, yes, very much, yeah. Like he was definitely, and he's deep in it right now. Yeah, I'd say. yeah, he's he's definitely. They've taken his like lack of common sense and made that his entire character now, basically. <laughs> and, and I think the plan was to get them together and keep them keep him on this path. Mm-hmm. But something happened. Maybe it was the hangover stuff, the behind the scenes that we've heard about. Right. But where they kind of turn him into like incompetent pseudo villain yeah I, mean, I barely even know what to call him in nine you know we'll, we'll get to talk about it of course but right and and actually you also read this is the first episode where he was credited at the start of the credits um, oh wow i didn't you even saw realize the first picture of him it's like he's like he's got that you know his bowl cut hair and like uh-huh. it's kind of like you know squaring up at his desk which like, oh and and i i think was bj no i'm not sure and they maybe removed bj no back might have removed well the thing is the the credits have always been the credits have always been really inconsistent because they'll change then like the next episode it'll be like the original credits again and i don't know that was not only is there the crediting the changes behind the scenes over who gets credits but sometimes episode length impacts that like if they have to keep in a joke they might just cut down the credits that's why sometimes you get that short version where it's like just Just turning the Mm -hmm. the dundee yeah Yeah. right Mm -hmm. right right yeah it's true yeah i like the edited small ones sometimes because i love the credits but i've seen them a bunch we've seen them a billion times yeah Yeah. i I mean and especially skip button and especially when we're like into season six and seven, and you're still using footage from yeah, like season one and two. <laughs> they only finally update the 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 opening credit like season eight or nine. True, or yeah. they use that early one of Michael, like the second one, like for 
six seasons. Yeah. Um, I think it could be. It's kind of like how, like, now on The Simpsons, the couch gags get so wild. Mm -hmm. Like, the couch gag itself will be, like, a minute and a half thing. But for, like, 30 years, it was just two seconds, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's like, it it to me feels almost kind of like, it's a weird change to suddenly embrace so deftly and be like, well, what the fuck doesn't you do for 30 years? I don't know. But, you know, not to complain. Simpsons has got plenty of problems beyond the couch gag. But it's it's an interesting comparison, though. They don't even... I don't know if it's just a thing with the syndicated versions of the episodes, but oh, lately, yeah. I don't. I haven't even seen... It, it just goes right... It just goes right it, to it. It's the really short no, one. There's yeah. no couch gag at Probably all. Probably with syndicated, I could see that. Just so you oh, have really? More. But I, yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's an issue with oh, it being with syndicated yeah. Yeah, or, if, point. or if they're actually not doing... Well, because in syndication, the commercial lineup yeah. changes, so right. sometimes they make edits because of that. Yeah. Right? yeah, so, yeah. so you can see, see more of the episode, less the opening, I yeah, good thing. Uh, By the way, y'all ever uh, you ever drink uh, orange juice out of a, a can? Oh, yeah, <laughs> oof, man. Whoa. You know, oh, does I it made get to your fillings? One time, and oh. <laughs> also, it's so interesting to me that like the the company from Florida is the big environmental company. You I mean, mean, Gabe's Homeland? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, I know the we're trying oh. to protect the Everglades, but Florida's kind of a shithole for environmental regulation that, in many right. places. I, I think that was a thing. I think they said this in Office Ladies, too. That was kind of a thing back then that a lot of companies were trying to promote less plastic usage. Oh, gotcha. So they were buying. And I think this, I, I did see this. And, I, I and I've seen my, similar initiatives. I do this in my job because I, I, I order promotional items that have been branded like shit like this. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, but it was more of a push back then. And they actually, they, they mentioned that they actually tried on the office staff to do it. And it didn't last. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and um, twenty cups for twenty Michaels. To, or well, <laughs> and I gotta say, to talk to his that little bit from Michael is it. decent. Love it. That that is a paying attention to uh, the guy at Chili's all over again. You know, this is the the one moment that Michael says something. You're like, oh shit, that actually makes sense. Except that Stanley doesn't need twenty visits from Michael. <laughs> no, no, but... <laughs> that's okay. But he does need those vacation days because he's got two women. And one loves skiing. <laughs> Heard about. And one loves the tropics. <laughs> <laughs> Talking head. Yeah, oh, I just man. like that he's just so blatant, blatant with his like. He's yeah, just owning it now. Faithfulness. <laughs> yeah, it's like screw. But I'm in. They yeah. already know. Like, but once this docu- documentary right? drops, like that's, Stanley, that's kind of the know, thing. Man. Like Stanley, man, come on. Like. That's that's one I haven't seen actually. Like when they do those like reaction shots of David Wallace, like after when the documentary comes out and he finds out such and such. Yeah, right. that could be like that should be like Stanley's wife or mistress or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I always I Hi, always Cynthia. wonder. I always wonder what is what is that docu. I want to see that documentary. Yeah, like because because I've always because because clearly clearly we're watching the documentary as it's being made. Yeah, we're not watching the final product no. of Have what we... that of what that document. I'm but curious to are... see. We know the documentary opens with the very first scene of the show. Yes, because we right. hear that. Yes, yes, so. yes. We, yes. But it's interesting to me. What all did they? I mean, you had well, what, nine years worth of so. What all did you use? How? Maybe did they use what we saw? So yeah. you, so you think actually everything we've seen is the documentary? I mean, I think so. I think the finale takes place a year later after the episode before. Yeah, because so, the reason they're filming again is for bonus material because the thing's going to be on DVD. Mm-hmm. But we know that the documentary 
they film scenes year after year after year because oftentimes in the in the first episode of a season we get a bit of a, a sentence or two that kind of mentions a recap or summer break or something yeah. you know um it's on inception right yeah exactly they, they, they there's clearly a film break mm-hmm. maybe for summer or whatever yeah you know um so then it raises the question when we see the reunion uh in the finale did they just watch season one of the show and that was the documentary or did they get have it was an abridged version did they watch a hundred and some odd episodes over the course of a year like maybe they filmed this over years and finally released it over like like maybe it was like you know one of those seasons that dump entirely on a streaming network oh okay <clears throat> see my thought my thought was always that this was one single. I didn't see it as like an ep- a like show. A you see it as a movie. I, that's what I. That was always kind of what I thought. Okay, it was a long like, never even like a that. documentary no. film. Yeah. Wow. No, okay. I always thought it as, saw it as episode. And, may, and maybe that's my just, and maybe that's my misunderstanding. No. They no. Could have put it in it. some. Maybe they, they don't specify. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. At least not that don't. I know of. But that's I mean, it, but, yeah, but I mean, honestly, it it would make more sense if it were episodic because then that would make. But but then again, like you said, when they watched it at the reunion, obviously you're not going to sit there and watch hundreds of episodes of something no. at a reunion. So, I, yeah, no, 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 I don't no, no, know. No. I bet it was like a clips, I don't know, something bridged together just for the presentation. Yeah. But the real question is, What's the storyline going to be for the when when they reboot it <laughs> or when they when Ooh, the new episodes man, we come? We haven't talked out. about that. <laughs> we need to put, we need to make that uh, on the that, record of this is that podcast. For sure, they Greg Daniels wants to do it. Greg Daniels wants to do it. It's Greg Daniels. Nothing so has officially been greenlit been yet. Greenlit. But they are talking, including Greg Daniels, the creator of the American Show. Mm-hmm. I know. Cre- I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. That they he wants to do a a not a reboot not a reboot a continuation, continuation. Mm, so a reboot would be horrible they yeah. should not do that yeah but well i think either way i'm definitely uh, i don't know if steve carell because steve carell i i think it was him that i had heard he said that he kind of feels like at, le- at least as far as michael's concerned like i've done like i yeah i don't think you can i've go back seen to michael. every like, but thing like he could, he could definitely be a, a cameo of some kind at some point. Sure, perhaps. yeah, you know, even but just a freaking like one scene, people would lose their minds. I would one hundred percent be on board to watch another season of a Rain Wilson led office. Sure, one hundred percent. I would love it more if we had Jim because I always felt yeah. like the second to last episode. Or no, 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 no. I think it actually. I think it was Rain Wilson that said he wasn't really keen on. Oh wow, doing yeah. it yeah. again because could, he kind of feels that. like it. It's already done. It's told everything that he felt like it could. I mean, they clearly have... haven't because we've seen so many. Like, how would Michael Scott handle COVID? Yeah, you know, like sure. But I, but also, I think Rain. I just uh, need to know more. I, yeah. I think Rain uh, kind of also do, just isn't in. I, I Which think, I get nine I nine he... years of playing a character. Sure. Right. I get it, and, and he and, was on every episode. And and right. I kind of feel like he's not as wild about the office uh, i just i mean th- there's nothing that's like been said definitively but i just kind of get from his tone when talking about it like he he doesn't really care for it as much as a lot of people do yeah i'm wondering if he's just worried about ruining not ruining but just maybe tarnishing the legacy somewhat i think that he... i think that's part of it yeah i he yeah Sure. Well, and I get that. I, I yeah. Go ahead. No, and I get it. I, I get either that or just being done with it. I mean, Dwight right. Schrute. 
how long would you want to play that character? Right. I right. Mean, you know. And I don't. I, I I didn't quite get the sense that they'd have all the characters back. So I mean, no, or any. Yeah. I don't even know if any of them might come. I mean, some of them like there's just no details. So yeah. I'm really. But there's not there's not know. a lot that I would want in the lead role. Like more of Rain as the lead, I would I would be interested in more more Dwight as manager. I don't need to go back to Andy as manager. No, I don't want to see a random like. Well, Oscar that was just Andy. Michael oh, Scott it has to be Light. A, it has yeah. to be a different company, honestly. Like it has to be. Oh, an yeah, I think it's got to be a whole new. It office. can't be a paper company. Like, oh wow! No okay. fucking way. Yeah. Like if yeah. they really want to make this legitimate, someone oh, in the see, real I world. I never even considered. Let's go back to real world. I never I mean, once considered walking away from Dunder Mifflin. No, no, no. But it could have evolved into something new. They oh, can, sure. There's a way around it. Oh, yeah. Like but, like Dunder Mifflin is now a, well, you they're, know, they're, we now make calculators. No, well, they're, they're a tech well, company. Well, right now, in our current timeline, um, they're selling printers right? who also sell paper. Yeah. Which, no, yeah. don't and then like later that. On, <laughs> and then, you know, later on in, in the later seasons, they develop. Yeah, that, they, they've so, got the so, pyramid. Yeah, so that's true. That's right. so they do tech. They're going that's for true. some sort of an electronic. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But, <laughs> but yeah, I think it can exist in the same universe as the original office. I'm fine with that. But for me, I would kind of want a whole new cast of characters. Yeah. Maybe some legacy characters could mm-hmm. could pop in. But yeah, but something new would but, be a great. Place but yeah, to start. it would. To me, it would have to be because Daryl's gone. Yeah, yeah. Jim and Pam Jim, are Jim gone. Pam are gone. But Kevin's gone. You know. So I be a lot different. I don't know. But That's luckily, why I we said still no have. When I first saw it. No, luckily, don't do that. <laughs> luckily, we still got two and a half sorry. seasons of our cast as we love them. And and you know you you brought up an interesting thing. Some of those Michael talking heads as Saber comes in as the you know. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you know, uh, the majority of me is okay with this, but most of me is seventy percent water. You know, <laughs> so and this is the part that. Makes babies. Oh, and if, I may, and if I may be crass, <laughs> that the way Michael, the minute Michael starts talking about bodies and always manages to somehow make it bring it back around to sex. Yes, like this co- talking head that had nothing to do with anything remotely sexual, and he has to remind people, "I've got a penis." Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, like uh, how he's talking about them touching their asses at the start. We yeah, we don't need them touch touching our asses. Our asses. <laughs> Yeah, because he gave himself the Heimlich maneuver. Yeah. <laughs> Choked on a frozen banana. <laughs> Is that in the Superfan? Yeah. No, oh, wow. I, that's, that's, oh, a that a, that's in the original? That's funny. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. No. That. Oh, yeah, that's no. wild. <laughs> when yeah. did he say that? He, it's it's in the, the start. First, when he said, well, they didn't really need our uh, oh. our asses, weren't really the ones that needed saving. Yeah. <laughs> and then he yeah, talks about how he gave himself the Heimlich on a frozen banana. Oh, wow. And there were people around, and they were impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Oh, I wish that was in. There. Oh, that is a subtle dig. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, Michael's little ones like that, where he like describes the situation and accidentally insults himself, are yeah. some of my favorite line reads <laughs> in that show. Oh man, uh, Jim, we, we we touched on it a little bit, but Jim complaining about the video, so you've been shown a nonsensical <laughs> video. <laughs> that this this episode is a love letter to anyone who has struggled in corporate culture. You know, yes. as as much as the show really is from start to finish, this episode in particular really touches on a lot of things this, that in past jobs I, I've lived through. This could have been a great ep- this could have been a great scene in like Office Space if they could have somehow fitted it. Yeah. into their 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 plot. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Seeing some uh, corporate video like that, um, that could have been something else. But like that, I guess that's what I'm saying is like it kind of has that that whole irreverence toward corporate life. Yeah, involved and it's just it's perfect. 
And I think that's one reason why I like this episode so much in a season that we've really found so many flaws with is, is that this is such an every man kind of concept. You know, most of us who've worked have dealt with stuff like this. So it really from plot lines and elements and characters that were acting way out of the way that they should. This is a nice return to form for the show. Definitely. Except and for the daycare plot. But <laughs> yeah. Because you know. I'm sorry. Why would you open the bathroom door? Well, did he know it was a bathroom? Yes, yes, because it said the the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I, I mean, just that was kind of. I will say the light was on inside, and there was a crack around there, so it was maybe. You know, maybe he, they were just so because t- those two are like smitten with this place, right. and they're not maybe maybe thinking their most tactitionally. I'm not yeah. sure, but um, it's it's a dun- it's a he still shouldn't have been on the children. There should be another. Yeah, yeah. Why is there not right. an adults bathroom? Yeah, because right, right. Also, like I get unless he I... had to go and it was occupied. Sure. But I guess, whatever. yeah. It didn't That's seem the like only... there was anybody else there. No. no. And it was story time. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's the other he, thing, too. Yeah. But he, he thought, uh, he's been doing this for years. Yeah. Because it's always story time and nobody's around. Yeah. <laughs> but that that's one day. quiet place. <laughs> and the thing, though, if the, so the bathroom doesn't lock to keep the kids safe. Like, that's obviously makes perfect sense. But also, like, doesn't that mean that the kids could go in there and accidentally, like, walk in on each other? Like, yeah. And I mean, obviously you teach them to knock first, but kids aren't the best at keeping lessons, you know? Yeah. You're absolutely right. I mean, he had it in for Jim, too. And and as much as, like I said earlier, where it was kind of nice to actually confront like Jim and Pam, like, well, maybe you're not as charming as you think you are. Also, like, he, he was pretty shitty about i mean jim and pam were just asking a question like well how are yeah. you about holidays right. it's, this is clearly and he immediately jumps yeah. to the well if this works out yeah or, or yeah. just or even commenting like wow you guys are already making True. your vacation yeah. schedule and you oh, have any yeah. dickishness yeah yeah like i was Subtle like well that's not that's not an altogether unreasonable question to ask about no. you know and i think that's where pam felt that she could come in and say that yeah, because she was like, "Well, this guy's really not being. I he, mean, he's kind yeah. of not. He, he's shutting us down needlessly." He, yeah, he was clearly almost. He was clearly coming off offended or right. or, or, or just uh, confrontational, right? And the bathroom door situation Very doesn't defensive. merit it. Very defensive, right. and maybe that's why I don't like this plot. Is the dude is a hurdle for no reason, and Jim and Pam are being kind of marginalized for no reason for a stupid oversight. And yeah, are yeah. they smug? Maybe, maybe. It's a it's an interesting scenario. It's funny for some. It's one of those cringy things. It's like some cringe comedy you like, others you don't. Yeah, yeah. I think most people are definitely uncomfortable, but they might be like, "Oh, that's funny as hell." Yeah, because it was based on a true story. I I heard in oh, wow. ladies, one oh. of the writers. Um, he went on a college uh, interview. Okay, and he he went to the bathroom at this. Um, and like he apparently walked in on the guy who was gonna supposed to interview him. Wow, yeah. And he didn't even stay. I don't think he stayed. Oh, so he, he oh, no, no, he did stay, but then he didn't, or something like that. I can't remember exactly the whole yeah. story, but it was it was based on that. Oh, gotcha. which you know, it's like that. It reminded me of the koi pond story a little bit because okay. that actually happened too to somebody. Yeah. So they were taking a lot of like real world oh, ideas, okay. and I mean, I was like, yeah, that's kind of fucked up. That could have happened. I could, I, you know, that's just one of those. You, you and know. I think that's it. It's the coulda. Because 
whether or not the plausible enough, the specifics of this may not feel entirely plausible to me personally. And I think you guys agree here, but, but we all know that a bathroom interaction is awkward. You know, even if like one of us accidentally walk in on one another and we're, we're all sure. friends. Sure. And, and of course, you know, we've been podcasting together for a while. Yeah. There'd still be that awkward moment. Right. Because that's such a private thing. You know? Right. And, and we're really. There'd be embarrassment here. In yeah. It's awkward obviously. to encounter somebody in the bathroom, even when you're in like the wide open common area. Like, like, you're like not, in a public restroom. You're not, sure. You're not making. Yeah. You're not making really chit chat. Like that's no. the last place you want yeah. to be. Oh, nice weather tone. Because <laughs> you're still confronting somebody in a situation where you're there to do one of the most yeah. private of things. Yes. You know? you're, you're semi-vulnerable. Yeah. You're at your most vulnerable. Yeah, sure. yeah, because of the nature of what that business is and, and, and yeah, uh, the qualities. Cool. You know, you're, you're yeah. dealing with smells and stuff. So obviously sure. it's just not pleasant. Yeah. Right. So now, when I go yeah. to the bathroom, especially especially number two, the rest of the world doesn't exist. Yeah, it no, can't. you walk like, them I have away. To be, I, I'm in this little room that is floating in an infinite span of space. To, to live your embarrassment and move on. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, you know. Let, j- just j- let me shame in peace. Yeah. Don't intrude <laughs> on that. Don't push your luck, Jerry. Just don't do it. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, I get it, but he's still a dick. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. Damn, yeah, Jerry. It was a, it was a, it was a um, uh, you domi- know, domino effect. To quote Michael Scott, nope, don't like that. Don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Adding to the n- hundreds of memes to this show, that gifts, <laughs> memes, what have you, yeah. have just endured for decades now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. See. And kudos, by the way, just a shout-out, first-time director John Krasinski. Hey, nice job, John. And oh, you made you a little awkward. First, this is yeah. his first episode he directed? Yeah. Very yeah. nice. I uh, Actually, they mentioned uh, another funny little mention on The Office. When they were talking about the part when he's backing out of David Wallace's um, uh-huh. driveway, and one of them said that they thought it it, it, it was a precursor to the silent pl- the, that What's the, the one? Quiet the Quiet Place. place. Oh. Like, they thought they'd saw, they saw that in like another scene, I guess. Nice. So that was funny. And uh, then uh, Jen Salata, she's an amazing writer. She yeah, she, the, she pops up a lot. She really she does a great job. A, she does a lot of great Michael stuff. Because there is a good, there is a good extended part where, because I believe in the regular, Do they extend ep- the toast. Well, no, <laughs> good. Uh, they uh, when Michael's leaving David Wallace's house, I believe in the original cut, they're just kind of having an awkward interaction. You know, he's leaving. And yeah, Wallace no, they, keeps, they hug. I think. Yeah, and he just kind of goes. But uh, before that. When he's in the entryway and he's leaving, he's like, no, after he declines their invitation oh, to right. dinner. And then David's like, well, I'll walk him out. And Michael's goes, he's, he's like, no, no, that's, that's, oh, okay, you're coming. I so see this in my head. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, that, it's that stuck smile. It's yeah. not real. <laughs> Yeah, that is some creature. And we can see Michael kind of like losing his faith in David, like in the hot tub scene, which when, yeah. when David when he's like, "Well, what should I do?" And David's like, "I, you know, I got no idea." And Michael's mm-hmm. like, "Well, maybe if you had one, you know, like <laughs> I he, really." He, and he's like, he doesn't seem to understand David's like literal, like, "No, I got nothing, buddy." <laughs> oh, and apparently Steve Carell had to wear a shirt in that. Yeah, um, that was interesting. Well, What's he uh, he apparently he was he had like an eight pack. He was like buff, like. Oh, that's why. I don't know for what movie he was doing at the time. Maybe he was just in really good shape. I don't know. The guy's in always in good shape. But um, they thought it would be too distracting. Like really? They, yeah. He was, he he was, was like really that. In shape. Was <laughs> I like that. I, I like the idea that Steve Grill took movie? his shirt off and they were all like, wow. 
Yeah. We can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Michael can't be that weirdly ripped. Yeah. Right? I mean, it would look somewhat awkward, I guess, for the... I don't know. I think it'd be kind of funny if Michael was just weirdly... I think they want to get weirdly ripped. I mean, you know, he does... And they just don't say anything about it. He's talked about how he keeps in shape, you know? Yeah. He's talked about how... how, There was one episode where he was like, what's wrong with me, you know? So, yeah. When you see him, um, Holly's giving her a yoga lesson. Like, you can tell. Like, he's like... Yeah. He's well built under like his like athletic mm-hmm. shit, and you're yeah. like, oh yeah, man, he, he good for him. What would, right? he, I'm just, what would he have been in around then uh, that he would have to be 2010? Like, I don't know. 2010, yeah. I'll pull it up. That uh, Evan Almighty, or was that maybe he misunderstood and he thought he needed to be mighty? Yeah. <laughs> oh, He's, is this every, a movie about a strong man, Ev- Evan Mighty? <laughs> Evan the Mighty. Evan yeah. the Mighty. Evan yeah. The mighty, mighty. Oh, he thought it was Evan All. Mighty. Oh. He's all real strong. The yeah. almighty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Happens to everybody. Yeah, darndest thing. Darndest thing. Uh, no, uh, date night. He was in date night around then. And dinner for schmucks. The dinner for schmucks ad does not suggest he is a strong human. Yeah. <laughs> get smart, maybe? Did he get, get, maybe. Maybe. get smart? Maybe. Maybe he gets smart. He was doing stunts, maybe. For now I have to watch all of his movies to see if he takes his shirt off in any of them. <laughs> Right. So, and well, I think Anne Hathaway's in Get Smart, too. She's she, great. She's a delightful actress. Yeah. National treasure. Love her and everything. Just like Joe Bennett. Kathy but, Bates, excuse me. By the way, we, we have a little semi-callback, but because uh, Michael, is, when he's really had it, and he's about to go see David Wallace, and he just takes that um, metal oh, yeah. teen and throws it. And the office ladies confirmed what I thought. That he hit Stanley's car. Nice. It was. <laughs> I thought he was. Yeah, that's great. Uh, great Creed moment in the uh, cold open. Thank you. Where uh, they're trying to repack the box, and Creed says, Have you tried making it smaller? Which is <laughs> <laughs> good Creed. It's good, good left field Creed. Right. I swear, after they've gone through everything, yeah. and they're just down to their wits. They're <laughs> just like sci fi? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's a. That, like Creed honestly believes yeah. there's a shrinking machine. Yeah. <laughs> probably. It is an option, right? He probably thought Inner Space was a documentary. <laughs> he, shit, he might have the shrinking machine. Bru- he keeps it in the <laughs> right? same drawer with the mung beans. I like that everybody just goes with it, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then then all they can hear is Michael's phone inside the box. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a nice little farcical ending. (laughs) It really really is is such an ensemble start, too. Like, it kind of builds. Which, honestly, since this is kind of hitting a bit of a reset button on on the the, the, the status quo. It's another happy moment with him. And he's in control and throwing power cords at Creed. And, like, he's the man of the hour. And then he, you (laughs) know. Like how he gives, like, he just takes the power cord like this has Creed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that it goes with the item it powers. Yeah. No. And I love the look of Creed. He's just so happy. Yeah. He's thrilled. Yeah. Like, Do it this. Right. You're like, and then you're kind of like, if you've seen enough of these episodes, you're like, that's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know which that's, of the three uh, chairs that's, that's going scan- on. But... Is, that, is that how the Scranton Strangler is born? He has like the, the cord. Just like... Don't take it when you scuba, buddy. That's all I ask. Anything else we forgot to get uh, into? Probably something, but it's just a it's a it's a very busy, fun episode. It's a so dense episode. They they when they really go in a new direction, they can in- introduce these characters. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot in here to to unpack, and it's it's a pleasure. Yeah, because are... it really is a hit and miss type of season, and they really hit and on all. Yeah, they yeah, really this do is definitely one here. of the strongest episodes yeah. of 
the season. Yeah, it is. I mean, not only do you have three, uh, it's a great arc, too, three so. intriguing plots. I don't like the Jim and Pam plot, but we, it fucking gets under your skin, right? Yeah, you know. Right. Obviously, Andy and Aaron's a great plot, uh, being very mm. silly, mm-hmm. seeming like it's going in one direction, even though obviously they change course. Mm. And you can't be having Kathy Bates just chewing up scenery, being amazing. And, uh, you know, listen, I'll take a special guest star from Mr. Christian Slater right, anytime. Doesn't hurt. Anytime. It doesn't hurt. And, and Zach Woods, great fit for the show. Yeah. I got to say, Gabe's Nailed awkwardness is, an, is the type of character we have not had in mm. Dunder Mifflin yet. No. No, just that go-between. It's an interesting, a different go-between between Michael and management. Yeah. And it's yeah. that. Yeah, that bit of the whole, like, I don't have any power. And he's like, well, let's, hey, let's call but someone. But my pay grade. Yeah. <laughs> Gabe trying to like put a cap on it and Michael just immediately stepping around it. That's such a great little <laughs> push and pull. Definitely going to be a big part of their uh, working relationship. Yeah. As uh, and we get, and you know, Gabe's going to be around for a while. So, and that's okay. Well, and I like, I like that they found a kind of a new weirdo. Like he, he, he's not, yeah. he's not a Dwight. He's not an Andy. He's not a Michael, <laughs> but he's got his own little weird. Does. T- and, and, and it's nice to have somebody who is representing the new corporate like not being like this dude is an oddball character too. Yeah, like he's gonna right. fit in with the weirdos. Yeah, that we're, he's not the one that's really flabbergasted about how weird. He's not another straight man. Right, we, we get a lot of those, and he's not being introduced as that. Right. You know, when uh, it's funny to see him be introduced by applause in this episode. <laughs> yeah, and then think down the line to sticky quips. Yeah. And what's going to happen in that episode? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fucking great. Oh, like, yeah. They oh, have... Skeleton Man. You know? <laughs> That's with, uh, what's her name? Uh, Ka- uh, Catherine, uh, Tate. Catherine Tate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Which I, there's so much bad about the Nellie plot, but there's so many great freaking moments with her. Well, I mean, Catherine Tate. She's is a, great. Brilliant. I love She's Catherine. Brilliant. Tate. Yeah. There's I, one avenue they should have explored. That's one with thing. Her character more. I yeah. think she's popping back onto Doctor Who in the new season, and I'm super excited about oh, that. Cool. She, she was does great on David that show. Tennant. Yeah, we yeah, we're back paired with Tennant, which you know, say what you will about that decision, but I'm excited to see the two of them on screen together right. again. I'll, I'll, I'll never, I, I will never be sad to see David Tennant playing the Doctor. Exactly. Agreed. Agreed. Um, any, uh, what else you guys got? Uh, can't think of pretty much anything else. We've so covered much. a lot. We've, We've covered, covered a lot. A lot. So yeah. I'm the. Looking forward to seeing more Joe Bennett and more of this. Absolutely, this world of Sabre. Agreed. Favor. Especially knowing what we know about uh, a couple episodes coming up, is she is not just by the book. She is not just uh, hard no. as nails. You know, there's a little more to her, and I'm mm-hmm. excited to see it. Yeah. Also, we get to meet her dogs. Yes. Oh, we do. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Always a pleasure. Always Come back fun. next episode. Sure. All right, Please. Brian. You too, right? Uh, uh, if you'll have me. I always will. Yeah. And you know I, I hope you'll have me. And we want to thank all of you for listening to the People Person Paper Podcast. And we're done. We'll see you next time. Are you comfortable with that? The People Person's Paper Podcast is an OLA Ministries production. The People Person's Paper Podcast is produced by Hilton Price and Brian Sittler. Engineering by Hilton Price. OLA Ministries is owned and operated by OLA Ministries, LLC. Contact Hilton Price and Michael Zampino for more information. This episode it's is brought to you by Suck It. <laughs> and we get to talk about suck it, suck it. And you suck it. <laughs> suck it. Suck it. Suck it.